Hey everyone, it's Michael. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. We're continuing our series, Infinite Hope, The Pursuit of Happiness, where we explore the kingdom of God and find hope in the midst of chaos through the eyes of Jesus and the Beatitudes. In this episode, April Snyder takes us to Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, where Jesus says the words, you are the salt of the earth. I have to say I really resonated with a lot of the things I heard and what Danae said about the people that you heard on these testimonials didn't have, don't have everything all together. And I will say, I'll speak for myself and I guess I'll speak for the rest of the speakers that we don't either. We don't have everything all together. We are broken and we are mourning and we are learning how to be meek and merciful and to hunger and thirst for righteousness. And we are learning what it means to have a community that looks a lot like the kingdom of heaven. And speaking of that, a while ago, my husband and I were having a conversation, a very important conversation, about what to do when we encounter someone in need. What does that look like to be a community answering back to people in need? And we have decided that we should do our best to Uh, be there for them and do whatever we can to have to give help and so after that conversation my husband goes not long after that conversation my husband goes to a gas station and he encounters someone in need he's pumping gas I think he was at QT and he's finished but he's gonna go into the store to get something and a guy comes up to him and you know the spiel like excuse me I just need $10, $15. That's all I need, man. That's all I need. Just give me 10 to $15 and I'm good. I'm good. That's, that's all I want. And my husband remembers the conversation that we had about what to do when we encounter people in need. And he's like, okay, I've got to put in this into practice. So he takes out his credit card. He goes over there and he puts it in and he You know, it's open for him to get gas, and then he goes inside the store. And after a couple of minutes of being inside the store, he's like, oh, I just gave this guy access to everything. He didn't stay out there and wait for the guy to fill his tank or get the $15 he needed. He just gave him the keys to the kingdom. And he's like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, what was I thinking? I just, oh. And after kicking himself mentally and emotionally and psychologically for a couple minutes, he was like, well, you know, I guess I'll explain it to my wife that (laughs) all of our money is gone. And this guy just filled up his whole friend's tanks and everybody's tanks. And he goes outside and that guy is there. And there are tears in his eyes. And he's like, Thank you, thank you so much. And I ask you, what do you think brought that man more hope? The fact that he received exactly what he needed or the fact he was given limitless, no, infinite hope? That is salt. Thousands of years ago, a man went up on a mount and spoke to crowds of numerous people He spoke to those who cared and those who were just curious. He spoke of infinite hope and 10 distinct characteristics of God. That man was Moses. 
and he was just a type. His audience was various people, 12 disciple groups, a community meant to be salt and light to the world around them, but his invitation was for everyone. But that community did not do what God had intended them to do. They did not use what God gave them. They stood above and beyond people, cloistering themselves away, or worse, they sometimes weaponized their knowledge and lost their purpose, their saltiness. Thousands of years later, the man named Jesus went up on a mount and spoke to crowds of numerous people. He spoke to those who cared and those who were just curious. He spoke of infinite hope in 10 distinct stages of his life for us to understand and grasp and glimpse the kingdom of God. His audience was not 12 tribes, but 12 disciples. But the invitation was for everyone. His goal was to do what couldn't be done before, the climax of all the unfulfilled work in the past community Jesus had tried to create, he was creating now his church. And he says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. To understand this, first we must know that the Beatitudes are not the commandments. They are the story and the reflection of Jesus's life, his journey. And they are promises for our journey and our life and our troubles. Do you know what it's like to be broken? Of course you do. But to have the kingdom through that brokenness, look at Jesus. You understand mourning, but to be comforted, Look at Christ. You wanna be meek? Look at the Savior. To learn how to be merciful, to seek justice and righteousness, look at the Redeemer. And I'm not trying to loosen the grips of the law or you know, talk about losing its power. And, and, and listen, right after he talks about salt and light, he says, I have not come to abolish the law. So he knows where our thoughts are going. But people, did not understand the law. They did not understand what he was talking about, and that is the purpose of the salt. The law is supposed to be loved, love lived out for everyone to see and feel and touch. And the two pitfalls that people fall into when they look at the law but don't understand its purpose is one, Keeping the law requires me to move away from people. Holiness demands of me not to get involved or entangled in anything or everything that makes me uncomfortable or inconvenienced. If this is how we feel, then we cannot be salt and we have lost our purpose. Or on the other side, the law is used as a weapon I will cut people down with it. I use it to push my agenda, whether that's religiously, socioeconomically, or politically. And let's be real, I do it not because what I see and hear offends God, but that it offends me. And salt's purpose 
you have heard is not that. It is to heal, preserve, enhance, make things valuable, and make people thirsty for the living water of God. Our presence as salt is to be a balm for people. You know that one person that you can go to that will listen to you and won't judge you, will understand you, that is the healing power of salt, salt of the earth, underestimated. Or the presence to preserve, the person that lifts up the community and everyone around them, you know someone like that. Someone that sees the good and brings it out no matter how long it takes, that is salt. Or the people of great value, hard workers, integrity, honest and true. That one coworker that you're like, man, they do everything to the best of their ability and to the glory of God, that is salt. And the one person or the people that make you wanna dive into the word, they compel you with their wonderful life, not of condemnation or of judgment, but of inspiration, quiet inspiration. They compel you to seek and want more. That is salt of the earth. And we don't have to reinvent the wheel with trying to understand salt. We have seen where Israel failed miserably. When choosing to cloister themselves away from everybody, they became arrogant poison to themselves and everyone around them. They lost their purpose and their saltiness. And when they chose to weaponize their knowledge of the law, they pushed the people out of the community they were meant to heal, preserve, and to touch. They increased the poverty around them and strengthened the socioeconomic divide by getting rich off of people's ignorance. In religious power, they kept people in the dark and pushed their own traditions and ideals and not because they were offended, not because God was offended, but because they were offended. And when that wasn't enough, they progressed into politics, manipulating the system to crucify their savior. They lost their saltiness. That doesn't have to be the end of the tale for us. The community, small, 12 individuals exploded on the scene after Jesus spoke life into them. They weren't scared to mingle with the sinners and the Gentiles they invited them in. They didn't run away from the problems of this world or cower from persecution. They were broken together. They mourned together with their community. They created communities of peacemakers, meek, and pockets of the kingdom of God wherever they went. They were salt of the earth. They didn't need to get involved in the policies and the politics of their day. Their community was the action that moved love forward. And in turn of their enhancing, healing, and preserving, and being valuable to everyone around them, yes, they garnered hate and persecution, but they made the world, you and I, thirsty for Jesus. 
They offered everyone a taste of infinite hope. My friends, God is calling us to do the same in our communities. And he says to you, you are the salt.